0: hello and welcome again to another edition of the richard haynes real estate show i'm your host richard haynes the broker owner of manhattan pacific realty here in the south bay area of los angeles where we're covering the palos verdes peninsula redondo hermosa and manhattan beach home markets today's date april 12 2022 I just filed my taxes today. Nice to have that off my back. Hope you guys are getting it done and on time. I've had to file extensions in the past and it just bugs me having that hanging over my head, so I'm happy to have it done. Hope you guys are getting it done too. It's been a while since our last report. So much to talk about, so much to catch up on. I'm going to tell you, the market has been insane we've been slammed i've been wanting to do more podcasts i've actually missed a blog post or two because i came down with covid i've got the moderna vaccine i still came down with it stay healthy be safe and so pair covid with this wild market clients rushing to get properties sellers getting a ton of offers and selling quickly we have just been bombarded. So I'm sorry at the lack of podcasts. We missed you guys. Hope to bring you more catch-up podcasts as well as a ton of valuable information on today's episode, and I'm going to be recording a few more episodes to go back to back to back for you so we can catch up on what's going on in the market. So without further ado, it's crazy out there, you guys. It's crazy. I'm exhausted, fellow colleagues are exhausted, other agents that we work with are exhausted, our buyers are so tired, dejected, our sellers are ecstatic but still overwhelmed by all the preparation and the things that need to be done. It is a market that is exhausting, it's an incredible market for rising prices. The supply and inventory is squeezed like we have never seen before, and the demand for houses remains high. For this week, I'm going to talk about three things like I normally do. Number one, surging prices, and the first quarter results of 2022, you guys, the numbers are wild. I can't wait to share them with you topic number two we're going to talk about home inventory or the lack thereof there are simply too few homes on the market and we are at historic lows and i'm going to demonstrate that to you with some of the numbers of how few homes are on the market Compared to last year there is some chatter about short-term inventory rising But when you look at it year over year You're going to see the incredible supply squeeze that our local South Bay home market is experiencing and then third and finally, I'm gonna give you some anecdotal evidence of what our buyers are experiencing and what our sellers are experiencing and what I am seeing in this marketplace so you can know if the strength in the South Bay home market will continue. If we're seeing it, maybe top or could it slow? I'm going to try and give you that anecdotal evidence so you compare that with the quarterly numbers, our current home inventory shortages, and then what I am seeing each and every day. Okay, so let's get into the quarterly numbers topic number one you guys we wrapped up the first quarter a week or so ago two weeks ago actually and i have the median price data along with sales data now sometimes i confuse people because i talk about rising median prices and then falling sales look median prices are prices, appreciation or a depreciation in prices. Sales are the number of actual homes sold. So when you hear someone say sales are down, maybe last quarter there were 100 home sales, and then the next quarter there were 90 home sales. So home sales went down by 10%. It doesn't mean prices are going down. I'm gonna focus on median prices, the growth or dropping in some of the markets, and a limited amount of time about sales. But every once in a while, I'm gonna talk about sales falling or rising for further perspective. So let's start with the Palace Verdes Peninsula. This is the hottest marketplace out of the four marketplaces I cover in the podcast and my weekly blog. This is the place to start. The PV Hill was built to get buyers during the COVID pandemic. Human beings changing maybe for the long term as a result of the pandemic has kept demand strong in Palace Verdes, and there simply aren't enough homes to service that demand on the hill. Shockingly, I'm gonna start with Palace Verdes estates. Quarter number one of this year, 2022, medium prices hit. million compared to q1 of 2021 when it was at 1.916 million you guys that is a medium price appreciation of 63 percent year over year palos verdes estate prices are up 63 percent year over year it is now on par having the same medium price as manhattan beach simply incredible unbelievable 63 percent price growth in Palace verdes estates rancho palos verdes is up 17.7 percent to a medium price of 1.68 million rolling hills estates is up a shocking 87.6 percent and rolling hills behind the gates is down just a little by 4.6 percent let's unpack those numbers a little bit the 63 percent jump in pve is for real i have clients that have been chasing homes in palos verdes estates i live there myself and thrown around a couple offers there personally the jumps we are seeing in the hundreds of thousands of dollars for homes in lenata bay in velmonte in malaga cove in montemalaga they are real these price jumps and this surge is true market demand with too few supply and you are seeing prices jumping this is not a fake number sequentially prices are up 20% or so it's a wild market in PVE Rancho Palace Verdes the hills most affordable market up 17.7% incredible solid clip when all things considered for the most affordable city on the PV hill Rolling Hills Estates up a whopping 87%, the strength is there, supply is low, but a lot of that jump is Rolling Hills Country Club rolling out their final home sales, this incredible surge in prices, and they are selling them off-market through their sales teams in-house and then posting them to the MLS. So we're seeing these massively priced new construction homes selling for huge numbers, that just posts to the MLS, and it's artificially driving up the prices of Rolling Hills Estates. That said, there is real growth, but it's not quite as strong as 87%. It's still strong, though. And then Behind the Gates down 4.6%, nothing to write home about because Rolling Hills Behind the Gates has very few sales each and every quarter, and sometimes just the fewer sales drop that. If you remember from past podcasts, Rolling Hills Behind the Gates has been the single greatest performer in the entire South Bay or at least the markets we cover in this podcast since 2020 when the covid pandemic hit that market is still very strong and nothing really too much to worry about all the sales are down in these areas with the exception of rolling hills estates however if you back out those off market sales in rolling hills country club their sales would be down as well so sales down across the board normally that's some weakness? No, it's because inventory is down for the most part on the Palos Verdes Peninsula. Moving on to Hermosa Beach, the mighty, consistent, smallest city we cover here by the beach, is up a nice 9.1% to $2.15 million as a medium-price home. You've heard me say it over and over again, Hermosa Beach went up during stay at home orders it continued to be up during the early days of the pandemic it was up during the recovery it's been up during the surge and it's up today nice smooth consistent growth 9.1 percent jump in medium prices hermosa beach is simply incredible redondo beach i'm not breaking out north redondo and south redondo numbers today but the city as a whole the largest beach city here that we cover Prices are up nicely, 8.5%. So just below Hermosa, a jump of between 8 and 9% is incredible for any market. So just nice, solid growth for Redondo Beach. I will talk about sales. Sales are down by 30%. Last Q1 of 2021, there were 201 sales. We've fallen to just 140 sales in the city of Redondo Beach. I'm confident if there were more sales in Redondo, if there were more inventory, that jump would be higher. And a lot of those sales happen to be condos and townhomes in Redondo Beach, which are making their comeback now that we're getting past the COVID pandemic. So you're getting some lower price sales, but those are surging higher. And then some of the higher price single family homes, they are few and far between. I am seeing hundreds of thousands of dollars going over asking and above the comps. Redondo Beach is very strong and very healthy for this past quarter. The only city really to throw cold water on this is Manhattan Beach. Manhattan Beach was up just a fraction of a percent, less than 1% at 0.8% of Q1 of this year, 2022, when compared to Q1 of 2021. You know, I think it really just shows how incredibly strong Manhattan Beach had been all in 2021. Manhattan Beach was appreciating like crazy, tons of demand, too few homes. It shows just how hard the comps were last year in Manhattan Beach, that it's only up a fraction of a percent. Those sales, now sales are also down pretty big at 21% year over year, 88 sales last year to 69 sales this year. Again, I think if you get more sales in Manhattan Beach, more inventory, the price goes much higher, but its medium price now is on par with PVE. And I will tell you, Manhattan Beach was up against tough comps, but so was Palace Verde's Estates. So was Redondo Beach. So was Hermosa Beach. And those all did a lot better. I think it's really just going to be a blip on the radar in Manhattan Beach. We have two clients really hustling for homes in, in Manhattan Beach west of PCH. And we have not been able to get any deals done for those clients for the past six months to 12 months. So it's still an incredibly difficult market for buyers. And really, I think we'll see numbers up in Manhattan Beach sooner rather than later. So there you have it with the quarterly numbers appreciation is incredible. Hermosa Beach pushing 10%, Redondo Beach pushing 9%, big, huge jumps in PVE, big jumps in Rolling Hills Estates and Rancho Palos Verdes. The market is on fire, you guys. It is absolutely on fire. And that leads me to topic number two, which to me is really the heart of this market that just won't quit, and that is inventory. What do I mean by inventory? Homes for sale, active listings on the MLS that haven't closed or made a deal already. That is the crux of this market. There are no homes for sale or historically low numbers of homes for sale that are creating a classic supply and demand squeeze. There have been some talk about interest rates rising across the country and people seeing home inventory rise across the country, some people have been talking about home inventory rising over the last month or so here in the South Bay. Fine, I haven't done the research on the short term in the South Bay, and I don't know what's happening nationally, but let me share with you the numbers of homes for sale and the lack of inventory year over year just for this past month of March now remember the spring selling season is the strongest season for selling homes in the south bay april historically is where sellers get the highest price and part of that is because march is so on fire and so exciting march april may the spring selling season is really when we got a lot of deals done so i'm gonna share with you active listings in the month of march this year versus active listings in the month of march last year let's break it down manhattan beach active listings in the month of march this year 59 last year there were 124 that's a drop of 52.4 percent. palace verdes estates had a drop of 54.5 percent. this year 20 homes on the market in palace verdes estates versus last march in pve 44 homes Rancho Palace Verdes, inventory down a whopping 20%. Behind the Gates, down 4.6%. Hermosa Beach, down 52.4%. Redondo Beach, down almost 40%. Now, Rolling Hills Estates is up 114%. But if you look at the numbers, March of last year had just seven homes on the market in Rolling Hills Estates last year, which was an all-time historic low, I believe, compared to just 15 homes on the market for all of Rolling Hills Estates. So that's the only market that's up. But I want to truly demonstrate to you all how incredible this supply squeeze is. And I really believe it's a demographic issue because you have baby boomers who are the largest generation ever who are living longer, staying in their homes longer, and quite frankly have nowhere else to go. If you live in the South Bay, you're even either moving to the desert or you already own a home you love and you go, where else am I going to go? They're living longer and staying longer and then finally the millennials, their children, Are an even bigger generation than them and they're finally starting families and getting their start with family formation later in life that's all happening along with the pandemic pushing them to the suburbs and starting to buy homes and so now there's a larger cohort than the baby boomers looking to buy homes and so you have this incredible supply strain where boomers aren't selling And millennials who are an even larger generation are coming back into those markets and there are simply no homes for sale. And there's no land left in Palos Verdes to build on or Redondo Beach or Hermosa Beach or Manhattan Beach. Sure, we can build some more townhomes or condo complexes or maybe there's a couple bigger lots where you could build a few homes. But nothing like being in Arizona where you can buy desert land and build a tract of 200 homes or a thousand homes that simply doesn't exist here in the south bay so when we're having all-time low inventory or homes for sale and the all-time biggest generation finally forming families and having the pandemic pushing them to buy while they all work remotely and the boomers who aren't selling i don't see the supply shortage getting solved anytime soon without a huge recession or interest rates running away from us in a wild manner okay so that is truly the crux of why prices continue to run even after already these huge price jumps. And even now as we're seeing interest rates rise from below 3% to now many of my clients are above 4%, there is still multiple offers on properties, tons of demand, hundreds of thousands over asking because there is just a simple supply demand squeeze. That's it. And until that's solved, we're not going to see a slowdown in the market and certainly not a crash. Maybe it'll plateau, but that is truly the issue affecting this market. So topic number three, the anecdotal evidence to kind of give you further context with the quarterly numbers and where prices are rising and inventory being at all time lows. When we are writing offers for clients, whether it's Palace Verdes Estates, Rolling Hills or Hermosa Beach. Manhattan Beach, properly priced homes where there are not a lot of options in certain areas that are homes with backyards or turnkey or have amazing views or even newly constructed townhomes that offer a lot more bedrooms and space, we are seeing offers still going hundreds of thousands of dollars over asking and our clients are so conditioned to that after losing out on five homes six homes seven homes and raising their offers hundreds of thousands over asking and still not getting it they're all just assuming and pushing harder and harder so it's almost this self-fulfilling prophecy that we're seeing on behalf of our buyers and what we're seeing on our listings as well i have a listing that's going four hundred thousand dollars over asking I've had a recent listing at a very high price get four offers. I have another listing that's coming that we're gonna price, and I'm scared at how many offers we're gonna get because it's close to land value. So the hundreds of thousands of dollars over asking is still happening in our South Bay markets. And we aren't just saying, hey, it's two or three offers. Last month I did a deal where we beat out 13 offers. I am writing an offer on a property today that has 5 offers on it and we're going to be 6 and I'm going are we slowing down because we're going from 13 offers to 6 offers maybe they'll end up at 10 but we're still seeing multiple offers a strong clip of multiple offers pairing that with the pricing going over and the last part of anecdotal evidence I'll leave you with is interest rates because Most recently in the news, and I'm going to cover this on my next podcast and next blog post, but what we are seeing is is interest rates that used to be below 3% just 12 months ago, 18 months ago, are now well above 4%, and there's even some national reports of rates hitting 5%. That's a huge jump we are seeing a couple clients get rates going into the four percent range now low fours mid fours but that's because they're a conforming loan and they're sticking with a 30-year fixed interest rate If you're a conforming loan, it's subject to Dodd-Frank. The banks have all sorts of guidelines to go by for consumers, so they're pushing up the rates. And number two, 30-year fixed loans are going to get you the worst rates these days in a rising interest rate environment. What I can tell you is, is our jumbo clients, our high net worth clients taking on bigger loans than $850,000 or whatnot, those clients... Are getting seven year arms or five year arms or 10 year arms, and they're still in the threes, many of them in the low threes, if not 3.5%. And then some of them are taking on the option to do interest only, which feels like a 2.5% interest rate, principal and interest. Sometimes it's even lower. So our jumbo borrowers, high net worth borrowers, even though rates are higher, they're able to offset that with seven year arms and interest only options. And it's basically the same payment as 18 months ago if they paid the same price. So- While interest rates are surging, and that's going to keep a lot of people out of the market and also some buyers just from exhaustion and seeing where the prices are, the buyers who can afford it still aren't feeling the effects, at least the high net worth borrowers that are going after PV Hill properties, Hermosa Beach, Manhattan Beach properties. We just aren't seeing a slowdown just yet. It could absolutely come, but we aren't seeing it yet. So there you have it. Surging prices, the proof is in the pudding. Go check out my weekly blog, ManhattanPacificRealty.com. Click the blog and you can go review all the numbers. The lack of homes for sale, the low home inventory, you can check that on the blog as well if you wanna research the number. Paired with the anecdotal evidence, we are not seeing things slow down. I made my predictions at the beginning of the year that I thought we'd see at least 10% appreciation. In our marketplaces here in 2022, which is a bold prediction, that looks like it's going to pay off. I think many markets will hit that, and we're continuing to be strong, but I am going to address rising interest rates in my next podcast, and then very shortly after, we're going to talk about the California affordability numbers that should be out in the next four to six weeks. So a lot of juicy information. Stay tuned. I'm going to keep bringing it to you with our podcast and the weekly blog posts. I'm back from COVID, back from the craziness of the market, and gonna bring you a ton of great podcasts and new content here over the next couple weeks. Thanks for being patient with me. Hope to see you next time and stay healthy, see ya.